This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We've got our take cannons loaded and ready. Ready. Absolutely dominant on deep routes. Absolutely dominant on short the routes. Boys are back. Excellent baby. separation against man coverage. This is reception. Reception. The show. Yo, what's cracking, everybody? James Go, Matt Harmon here with you. You're listening to Reception Perception of the Show. What's going on, Matt? Uh, you are in an undisclosed location. You look like you're in a like in a hostage situation, pal. What's going on? Blink twice if you need help. I know, right? Yeah, seriously. One, two. Uh, no, yeah, I'm in a very empty-looking uh, spare bedroom in a house that we're renting um, here in Sandbridge while we're visiting family, but. You know, it's funny, man. I'm on the I'm on the East Coast, so we're doing this show at like seven. We normally do it four p.m. Uh, Pacific, right. and I mean, God, the amount that your body gets used to like sports time is just so it's so weird, man. You know, like it was great on Sunday, you know, because we had the I don't know why I'm going to this now, but whatever. Um, you know, we had the we had the baby shower on Saturday, so you know, your boy had. A few beers, you know, toss back a few, right? <laughs> on Saturday, and it was yeah. like, hey, who cares? I don't got to be up on the show until noon, you know? I mean, I'm, I don't got to be up at like 6 a.m. Like I normally am back on the West Coast, you know, but then yeah. it like I'm doing the, the recap podcast for Yahoo at like, you know, damn near midnight is when I file my piece, right? So it's, it's, um, it's just funny how we, uh, how we get used to sp- like sports dictates our body clocks in so many weird yeah. ways. And so I'm oh, having, sure. uh, it's an, adju- it's an adjustment, man. Uh, but it's, but it's been good. Yeah, it's been good. Uh, but anyways, Hey, listen, we got a great show uh, in front of us here today. We are going to break down, uh, things we saw from the Colts Raiders game on both sides. What do we see from the Colts? What do we see from the Raiders? Uh, talk about the Cooper cup injury seeding lambs big day, but I want to start with Justin Jefferson because my God, <laughs> My dude went absolutely ham sandwich. 10 catches, 193, and a touchdown. And this is no cap, no exaggeration. Like, Justin Jefferson legitimately, single-handedly gave the Vikings the victory. Like, he kept Mm -hmm. them in that game. There's no way in hell they win that game without the heroics of Justin Jefferson. Yeah, I mean, it was just one of those moments where... Like, I, I think it's a statement game from Justin Jefferson. You know, it's a game where he shows you that he's not just one of the best wide receivers in the NFL, which he's certainly one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. He's also just one of the best, like, non-quarterbacks in the NFL, one of the most valuable yeah. non-quarterbacks in the NFL. And, you know, it's funny, like, the one thing that you could say about Justin Jefferson so far this year, for just from a pure stats perspective, because this whole week there's so many examples. You know, the CeeDee Lamb thing, we'll, we'll talk about a little bit. But, like, you know, it's all, it's almost as if, the box score, just traditional stats don't do a very good job 
of showing how a wide receiver is really playing. Cause we have no questions about Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson's a great player. Um, but right. like there was a little, it just always felt like there's a little bit of meat left on the bone with Justin Jefferson mm. this year. A lot of it is mostly because, you know, the downfield plays weren't there. The plays in like 50, 50 ball contested situations weren't there. Um, you know, Kirk cousins is having his lowest uh, touchdown rate and adjusted yards per attempt uh, Viking season mm. so far this year, at least heading into week 10. I haven't revisited the number since then, but um yeah, he just hasn't been as efficient, and I think a lot of that was sort of making – not that you would call Justin Jefferson a disappointment in fantasy, no. right? But Oh, God, no. He wasn't having quite like the nuclear-level season, but a lot of it was because they weren't really getting him the ball downfield. They weren't really getting him the ball in contested situations. I saw Next Gen Stats put out that every single one of his completion – or his catches against the Buffalo Bills had a sub-50% uh, completion probability like they were all <laughs> high degree of difficulty catches and Justin Jefferson just kind of right. took that game over man so you know Gelhar and I when you missed the podcast a couple of um couple of weeks ago we had the conversation about AJ Brown and you know was is AJ Brown a top five receiver in the NFL and it's like we were both in agreement yes he is but then at the same time it's like well, where does he rank in that inside that top five like is he over Justin Jefferson I don't know because I mean Justin Jefferson is He's that good. Like, again, I think yeah. he is one of the most non, the most valuable non quarterbacks in the NFL. Of course, like I say, you know, sit here and do this now. We want to re rank top five receivers. It's, we're going to leave somebody <laughs> out. Okay. Like, we might not even get to Jamar Chase in the conversation because the position's so stacked. But yeah. yeah, to me, that was one of those games where it's like, you know, and especially the catch, like, that, that's going to, going to be replayed over and over again you know there's already people out there legitimately saying like it's the best catch in nfl history i don't know if it's the best catch in nfl history you know i mean we had this we had this conversation and i understand that it's in the conversation like it's in the realm of possibility i get that you know i still i doesn't matter i always go back to the odell catch because dude he's going down there running full steam full Mm -hmm. on full head of steam full like just full stride and has to lay out on the sideline and make that play deep downfield, that's a harder catch. That's a harder catch. Now, I'm pretty sure you got like three fingers like on it too. Like the three fingers and the thumb. Exactly. I don't even think you got it it fully palmed. Yeah. And I'm not taking anything away from Justin Jefferson's catch. I started this segment by saying the dude absolutely dominated that game. I'm just saying, if you go back and watch it, it's not like he's going you know, full speed, right? Like he has to wait for that ball to get there. There's a defender obviously in the area. Um, The way he made the catch is incredible. It's contested and all those things, but it wasn't, but it was happening at a speed where you're like, okay, it's like, I don't want to say slow developing, but you could kind of sort of see the play happening as it's happening. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Oh, totally. Whereas the Odell thing was a lightning strike. You're just like, there's no way in hell he's catching that ball. Oh my God. He caught that ball. You know what I mean? I know. Yeah. That was was still crazy. And, And, Look, I, I think I said this about Justin Jefferson after his rookie season. I was like, that was the most impressive rookie season reception perception results since Odell Beckham. Like, I think right. Justin Jefferson had as good of a, um, a good, as good of a rookie season as uh, Odell Beckham did. He just didn't have that quite that catch that statement moment on Sunday night football against the Dallas Cowboys where everybody saw it playing for a New York team. Um, <laughs> but I mean, 
you know, Beckham at his peak was like a legendary talent doing stuff like that. But you could also say offsetting, like which in terms of which one is better. And I, I do think this stuff is kind of stupid, right? Like I'm not trying to be like, you know, one of these big <laughs> right. TV shows, like right. stay tuned next for to tell you why the Justin Jefferson catch actually wasn't that cool. Okay. Like I'm not actually trying to do that, but you could say that the Jefferson right. one in, ter- in terms of the moment, like what it meant fourth and 18 in that, like, they like you said they don't win that game without Justin Jefferson right so that gives him more credit to it but yeah I just I think it was one of those games where you know a wide receiver truly took the game over put the offense on his back and said like yeah I am I am having that type of season even if the stats don't always show it because this offense is still sort of kind of coalescing um that I'm having that type of season where I am one of the best like players in the NFL period. Like regardless of position, I am that good. And Justin Jefferson is legitimately that good across the board. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I just, the, what I came away from that thinking was number one statement game for Justin Jefferson. Number two, like, can we stop with this whole, like the Vikings are, are not like, they're not that good. There's this like, look, they have a great record. So many things are coming together for them. They just beat, a Bills team. Buffalo. That even yeah. even if Josh Allen's not playing like his best right now, he's certainly making too many mistakes. Mm-hmm. They're still one of the three best teams in the NFL period. Like everybody's Super Bowl favorite coming into this year. And you know, I, I almost think kind of James, like I said, mentioned the Kirk Cousins stuff. I almost kind of think like if you're a Vikings fan, you could almost feel kind of good that like, hey, we're, we're we have this incredible record and our quarterback's not even playing that great right now. Like from an efficiency perspective, like what if <laughs> right. Kirk Cousins, who's always been a streaky player, like mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins having rocky moments, oh, you know, wake me up when there's something new to talk about there. That's been Kirk Cousins' entire career. Like, what if he just catches fire at some point and then this team can really make a run in the NFC? I mean, why not? Look at the NFC why right not? now. They totally could do it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, it's wide. The NFC's wide open. They absolutely could do it. I mean, look, they, they've obviously locked up their division practically already. Um, we're going into week number 11. You, you talk about Kirk Cousins and streaky quarterbacks. I mean, isn't that what that's what the NFC championships are all about or streaky quarterbacks? It's like go yeah. back 15 freaking years you know it's like it's nothing but just streaky guys getting hot at the right moment nick Foles, eli manning you know and so other than like tom i mean Brady Matt, what about what about matt stafford like sure Matthew stafford's had you could make that argument st- too. streaky moments i mean even even within last season it wasn't like i think there's this idea that matthew stafford was just like great from the beginning to the end of last year but there was a yeah. whole period where it was like do we need to have a conversation it's so fu- this is so funny what about football man it's like we never remember the actual journey that it took to get there. We just remember like the end results or we remember how teams start. We remember how they finish, but we always forget the end (laughs) or like the middle. And with the Rams, like remember there were moments last year was like, do we need to have a conversation Mm -hmm. about Matthew Stafford? Like, was this trade really worth it? Like, did they really upgrade on Jared Goff? And obviously this year has been just a complete trade wreck for the Rams. It's a whole other conversation, but um, yeah, it's just like, that's how a lot of these quarterbacks that aren't, I mean, Patrick Mahomes, like, Patrick Holmes, Josh Allen, even and even Josh Allen again is having a little bit of a streaky moment. Right, like, right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Unless you're Patrick Mahomes or you're Tom Brady at the peak of his powers, or like you know Peyton Manning or one of these guys, like 
yeah, you have up and down moments and like, you just hope you catch fire at the right time. I think, I think the Vikings could feel like in this watered down NFC, like we just have to catch fire at the right time. And same thing with the, you know, any of these other NFC teams um, that have a little bit of a question at quarterback, like Minnesota does. It's funny because man, like my colleague, John Hansen is a lifelong Vikings fan. And he just has such a like tumultuous relationship with that franchise. Oh yeah. As yeah, you yeah. can imagine, as you can imagine, you know? And it's like, I mean, James, doesn't... I said, I said the words Vikings fans can feel good. <laughs> and I don't think there's a Vikings fan out there that's, that nope. feels good at any nope. point ever. Nope. Never, never, never. And, and that's the thing with, with John is he's, he wants to believe, but he doesn't believe, you know? And it's like, and he was saying like, you know, real Viking fans, like lifelong Viking fans, it's like, they're happy, but they're not like, they're not like hopeful. I don't know, because like hope has just been stomped out of them for so many years, you know? So right now they're happy, but they're not like, that's the way he put it. They're happy, but they're not hopeful, you know, because Mm -hmm. Metric, with hope no. brings pain, you know? So like, it's just, I don't know. It's, it is very, man, <laughs> it's a lot of fun talking about the Vikings for a lot of reasons. Justin Jefferson is playing out of his mind. We got Kirko chains doing his thing, you know, like on the plane with the ice shirt off and just, just loving it, man. Like, and you know, all those things, this is just such a fun Vikings team um, to mm-hmm. watch because it's, it's a roller coaster. Every like a lot of these games are really really close. They're eight and one. It's not like they've dominated any of these games. You know what I'm saying? No. Yeah. No. I agree. Um, they're just such a funny team because they have had this like I, I don't know. They've just had there's just again it feels like there's a meat left on the bone with the Vikings even on offense where they have this like superstar player in um Justin Jefferson Dalvin Cook like that right. that run yesterday that Dalvin Cook had against the Bills Ooh, I boy. feel like that was kind of the first time that Dalvin Cook's had one of those like massive oh. trademark runs like that that really Absolutely. hasn't been there the offense the offensive line from a pass protection standpoint hasn't played incredible all year long I think that's still gelling and you know, that's kind of, again, the funny thing is that they have this record and they're really maybe not playing as great as the record might indicate, but they have the talent to do it, you know? And that's the thing where if they just flip a switch and even if they lose some of these games, but they're playing a little bit better towards the stretch run, you almost might think like, well, you know what? This is why it's like, who gives a damn how they look as long as they win? Because it's just building up. Like you just look at that as like, you're just building up insurance. You're just building yourself like, room for error later on in the year. And that's kind of where I feel like we're at with this Vikings team. A <laughs> um, couple notes here. Okay. One, <clears throat> I just wanted to point out the fact that this, all this off season talk of getting Dalvin cook, you mentioned Dalvin cook, getting Dalvin cook more involved in the past game. That obviously was a lie <laughs> because yeah, totally. Dalvin cook right now is averaging 3.7 targets per game. I believe that's a career low for him. A career low, Matt. Amazing like, think stuff. about that. <laughs> that is incredible. <laughs> It's like what? Uh, it's not. It's not even average for him. It's like, come on, dude. What? 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 What happened here? I thought we were supposed to get him more involved in the passing game. That's obviously not the case. Uh, and the other thing I want to bring up, um, and because it's like, uh, because we talked about this, we go all harken all the way back to week one, Matt. Harken all the way back to week one. You went on and you said, "Oh, I could see Jamar Chase being the first receiver ever. The first receiver ever." To have two thousand receiving yards, you and mean then Justin the, Jefferson, not Jamar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that. yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, Justin Jefferson, Justin Jefferson, first receiver ever to have two thousand. 
uh, receiving yards. And then, of course, the next two weeks, it was like, nah, well, that's not going to happen. Guess nope, what? Just a little off that pace. Guess what? We're what? back, baby. We're I back. Know, right? <laughs> After 193 and through 10 games, Justin Jefferson is on pace for 2,003 yards, Matt. <laughs> what a crazy it's- topsy-turvy season. It just takes it just takes a few big games, right? Um, you know what's even more amazing is like Justin Jefferson's not even leading the NFL in receiving yards. Tyree Kill, I know, I know, right? Exactly. Dude, Ty- Tyree Kill and like Justin Jefferson both look like they have full season number. They actually both only have four touchdowns. Um, but yeah, man, pretty crazy. You know, Justin Jefferson on the season just averaging nine, just nine point six. Uh, air yards per target like that's again that's the thing like the more they can get him the ball in in deep downfield situations in high leverage situations I think the better Justin Jefferson is you know again 308 receiving yards alone the last two weeks and his air yards per targets up at 3.4 the last two weeks so he has started to get that downfield passing game working that's gonna have to happen if he's gonna (laughs) He's gonna have two thousand receiving yards, man. But I mean, what a special player! He's just, yeah. I think, I think he just goes to show. Like, I know I'm, I'm gonna, you know, talk about route running. Shock! I'm gonna talk about technique. Shock! But like, that's what was special about Justin Jefferson. I, I think he kind of got overlooked because he wasn't really. I mean, the, that that was a flashy ass catch he just had. He wasn't really like a flashy, flashy player in college. He was just so rock solid. I mean, he just looked like. Keenan Allen, you know, playing in college football, which isn't that Mm -hmm. exciting for some people, but it's like, man, he already has a mastery of that. What if he adds the other stuff? It's like he could become the best receiver in football. And that's exactly what he's been so far. I mean, it's very, it is very Chris Olave ish to me. Like that, you know, come to come back to a guy we've talked about recently on the show. It's just Mm -hmm. guys already a technically refined player. Imagine if he grows physically more, if he, you know, this other stuff, like he becomes, he, grows his body you know he grows into his body more he becomes stronger he becomes faster all this stuff so man i mean justin jefferson again just a special player and and really a a point of why you know what matters like these guys who know how to run routes these guys who know how to play with craft like they're they're just such a good floor and then look at the ceiling they can build on top of